This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. MJ, it's been a big week in sport. It's been mad. I've I've had a huge reaction to my Tiger interview, by the way. Oh, your Tiger Woods interview? That we played last week. What did people say? They've complimented me. Yeah? Said it was a great get. I think most of them didn't actually listen to it. They just saw it on the podcast feed, so it's really... uh, you know, ironed out those who are listening and those who aren't. I have, speaking of which, mm. I have a massive interview. You do? That I'm going to play for you later in the show. You're trying to one-up me. I was going to surprise you, but mm. now that you've brought it up, I've one-upped you. You've one up Tiger Woods? Yeah. How do you one-up Tiger and Woods? It's, and it's not it's not just like a silly Tiger Woods one where mm. you've just, you know, we can't even hear Tiger. Barack Obama? Well, just wait and see. It, it's sport, Oprah? It's sports related. Okay. All Prince right. Andrew. <laughs> no, we'll get to him later on. I've got some grabs here of Prince Andrew that I need to play. You've said that you've heard, you've been on the outskirts of the issue. You haven't actually delved in. Well, yeah. we're about to delve in on Prince Andrew. It's not usually our style to do any Buckingham Palace uh, yeah. reporting, but it's we've just got to get into this. I've been watching. Stage. I've been mm. watching The Crown season oh, three. Oh, really? So okay. My my royal. Uh, attentiveness is at an all-time high. I'm very interested in the Royals. Well, what season are they going to get to the Prince Andrew stuff? We'll come back to I that later. I don't think they're even yeah. going to get up to Diana yet. So, Oh, really? Season. Okay. So I think they're miles off. They're miles off. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> They've had their fair share of issues. <laughs> like the made three seasons is it, pre-Diana. <laughs> yeah. Is it worth having your head on the back of a coin? Do you reckon? Like the amount of crap they have yeah. to go through. Oh, it's a rough gig. Yeah. Anyway, the reason <laughs> we'll it was come a massive to that. We'll come back <laughs> We're not that. even discussing it yet. No. The reason it's been a massive week mm. in sport, NJ, is because despite AFL and NRL not being played, yes. they dominated headlines through a different medium. Code War. Code War. <laughs> <laughs> Code War. They called it that. That was the actual like title of the fight. Yeah. yeah. Like a Marvel film. Mm. And Barry Hall and Paul Gallen representing their codes, they took each other on in a boxing bout. They did. Now, it looked... Now, you, you didn't see a whole lot of it? No, not a whole lot, no. It looked as much like a boxing fight as it would look if two boxers suddenly started playing professional footy. <laughs> oh, is that, is that right? So neither... Well, this is Paul Gallen. See, people were saying... I think he was a 9-0 and <laughs> yeah. coming into it. Barry Hall, I think, had some amateur fights, none on the record. So he, yeah. was, he was coming in as a, you know, fresh... No record, so yeah. completely Paul, fresh. Paul Gallen had only fought, mm. like, scrubs, though. If you've seen some of his past opponents, no good. Of up. course, he beat them. <laughs> yeah, so it was a draw, miraculously. Yeah, because oh. of all the sports that are that like conspiracy theories are mm. high in, boxing has a poor record in <laughs> in things being fixed. Well, if you just put the numbers down, yeah. So say that Barry Hall and Paul Gallen both made what five hundred thousand or something for this fight. Yeah. Due to the draw. They can come back for a rematch yeah. and double their money straight away. Bang. And I'll watch it. I'll go down to the pub again. And I think, well, you know, they've got to have a result in the next fight, but it, it will draw the same amount of attention. If they give it six months or so, yeah, whack it back on. But uh, like, so, <laughs> so Barry Hall couldn't box. Like if... Oh, they were both fine, but you could just tell they weren't boxers. Cause I don't, I don't know boxing. No. But yeah, they had a bit of shape about them, about mm. their technique, but it was sloppy. <laughs> it was real... Haymakers being like... Well, Barry Hall's rig wasn't sloppy. He, was, no, he looked in great, Nick. Both Barry in good Hall. shape. Barry yeah. Hall looked like he could run out of the forward pocket. He looked fit, didn't he? Yeah, he, he looked really sharp athletically. Yeah. 
Um, and they were landing punches. They, both their eyes were, were bruised. And, yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's the six two-minute rounds. It so felt short. We won't use the word rigged. No, no, no. We'll say that it was... I don't think they... Coincidental. They rigged it, but I reckon when the judges were making their decisions, I think it was in their best interest to... Can they see what the other judges are writing down? Is there a bit of cheating? Is there a few mirrors, sort of poker style? I don't know. Maybe the two of them decided it was a draw, so... Yeah, there you go. We're we're, we're two two people who know nothing about boxing or cheating in boxing. I've seen all four Rocky... Five, six, six, seven Rocky (laughs) movies. Two creeds. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They've really stretched that out. Yeah, I know. Well, I've seen them all twice. No, there's there's eight. Apart from Rocky Five, that's horrible. There's eight if you include Rocky Balboa. Oh, well, I do include Rocky Balboa. I just don't include Rocky Five. Oh, okay, so oh, that's the one you've taken off. <laughs> that's the one that's street fighting. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. With Tommy Gunn. From memory, we've had a, a very extensive conversation about... He's, we've talked about Rocky so much on this yeah. show slash podcast. And, and again, it's my only knowledge of boxing, so... Mm. Good uh, fight. Good fight, though. I'll watch the it. I saw it. The I didn't see the whole thing. I saw tiny, tiny bits of it because I was at U2 as it was all happening at Marvel Stadium. Yeah. And I was sitting two seats away... I don't mean to name drop, but it's sort of part of the story from um, Grant Birchall yep. and a bloke we work with, Tunners, who yep. works for Triple M Footy. So they were two seats away, their mates. And Tunners had called up Campbell Brown, who was <laughs> FaceTiming. So this was in between, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. <laughs> no, and no, it, was a, it was actually during With or Without You. <laughs> that I look around and, and Tunners and Grant are crowded over a phone, yeah. s- streaming... A FaceTime recording from Campbell Brown. So Campbell Brown's in his house with his phone pointed at pointed his at the screen. TV, yeah, yeah. For the duration of the entire fight. That's annoying for Campbell. Oh, I, he, and he showed great because it went for a while, the fight, and they were streaming it the whole time. So unless Campbell has a sort of tripod set up, he, well, his Cam- arm would be stuffed. But then Campbell yeah. would have had mm. the, the audio feed from you too as well. So so he was getting... Was, everyone was winning. Yeah, well, occasionally <laughs> Tunnels would turn the phone around and show a bit of Bono. <laughs> And then come back and go. Turn it around. He should have just been showing Bono the whole time. Oh yeah, (laughs) a bit of two for one. Then they're just sharing experiences. Yeah, that's okay. I didn't think of it like that. I didn't realize Campbell Brown was getting something out of it as well. Unless Campbell really likes you too, and in that case, they should have just switched places. Unless his favorite song's (laughs) Vertigo. (laughs) Well, have you ever streamed anything in a weird spot? If this was a proper talkback radio show, I think that would be a good topic. That is a good topic. Because we're not live, we can't take calls. What sport? (laughs) We'll have to just share our own experience. Or you can contact us on Facebook and we can do it next week. It's sort of a... That's true. The payoff could be next week. We raise the issue now. That can be be Mm. our version of talkback. Yeah. Hit us up on our socials. Where have you... Where's a weird spot that you've streamed a sporting event? Yep. I like it. What was a sporting event? More niche, the better. Yeah. And where were we? Yeah, because are we sharing our own experiences yeah, now? Just yeah, go because you were recently in Japan. I was recently in Tokyo, mm. and um, the Melbourne Cup was on. Yeah, it was on the Tuesday, mm. and we had taken a hungover exhibition to Disneyland, Tokyo <laughs> Disneyland, which is the busiest one. Now look, I've I've been to Disneyland as a, a fourteen or fifteen year old. Yeah, um, before I'd ever drunk anything. Yeah. Um, but picturing that experience and then picturing a hangover, it doesn't seem two things I want to combine. It was blinding heat, Japanese children oh. and view oh, <laughs> and found a clip. Found a And so you were at Disneyland and watched the whole Melbourne Cup. Just in a How'd you talk? stream it? Uh, on my phone on KO. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I, I, actually, interesting. I hadn't considered that. I thought Channel 10 had the rights. Maybe internationally it's a different 
kettle of fish. Maybe in Japan they can stream whatever they want. Maybe Jap- the Japanese just have carte blanche. Yeah, I was on a bus in July listening to the uh, end, the whole Collingwood, a bus in London it was. Yeah. Uh, listening to the co- end of the Collingwood West Coast game. A bus in London? Yeah, which went down to the final minute. How did you get connection there? Uh, I was just full 4G. It yeah. cost me a fortune, but gee, it was worth it. Yeah. No, you, th- there are some things you just pay the price. Because mm. that just made me think I was uh, getting a flight from Melbourne to Sydney. Yeah. And because it was the cheapest flight uh, possible, Tiger, mm. we tried to land in Sydney, but there were thunderstorms, so we got diverted to Canberra. And I had to get a bus to Sydney that night. Yeah. And I streamed Melbourne versus Geelong, qualifying final. Really? Yeah. So I've t- <laughs> I think there'd be weirder spots. I, like, I right, think, so that's the look, bar. It's a yeah, high bar. Yeah. Barry Hall and Paul Gallen is sort of at U2 is the high bar. Because that's, yeah, that's very niche. Yeah. Very L- weird. Low Why bar. Doing yeah. That? Low bar is Canberra. <laughs> Just watch, watch U2. Yeah. So if you fit anywhere between that high bar or low bar, we don't want anything less than a football game in Canberra. But can, yeah. if you can top. Barry Hall and Paul Gallen at U2. Yeah. Somewhere in between. We want to hear your thoughts. And worst mm. case scenario, we'll just make them up. Yeah. So, don't, yeah. Don't just say like I was on a tram and I was watching you know, yeah. round four GWS versus Gold Coast. Like, that's that's below the Canberra one. No, so it's not interesting. I do like the specificity of it. Like, why were you doing that? Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's just have no bar. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have zero bar and we'll just make the topic, when have you streamed a sporting event? Which is pretty much <laughs> on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Just no bar whatsoever. No bar. <laughs> Any content, that'll do. <laughs> hey, MJ, just yeah. revisiting mm. Paul Gallen versus Barry Hall. Oh, I feel like we've spent enough time on <laughs> it. Name another sport that's been on besides one days and women's Big Bash. Oh, God. Nah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We're a sports show, MJ. Yeah, all right, fine. Just hold, fire on your, hold fire on your Prince Andrew gear. I do cause... have some cricket. <laughs> oh, you do? I do want to get to Prince Andrew more than this cricket story, though. But just quickly, yeah. the... the the reason I think I had a big issue with it was mm. because it was such a manufactured rivalry. Paul, yes. Paul Gallen and Barry Hall, mm. they're like respective bad boys of their sport who just mm. have gotten into fights. Um, I think Paul Gallen was involved in, in uh, druggy stuff, as in like... Um, Allegedly, Will. Stephen Dank. I'm not sure if we want to go there. Stephen Dank stuff. Okay. I think he... No, I don't think he got time. Mm. Uh, let's just redact that well, whole... <laughs> I think we should we'll take that. Let's go. Get that article we had up last week, which was the 57 top NRL scandals the last yeah. two months. And see if Paul Gallen's in that. I apologize unreservedly. To, to Paul and his family. To Paul Gallen and his family. Thank you. Will. And Stephen Dane. And, Steve- <laughs> and, and the weapon. And the, No, I don't apologize to the weapon. <laughs> Paul. Dean. Was it Robinson? Dean Robinson, yeah. yeah. His brother's involved in NRL as a, in a coach. <laughs> we'll apologize. I'll apologize to the brother, not to the weapon. If you're happy to go by the weapon, yeah, you don't. You're not going to need an apology. You encourage Mate, players in the media to. You're call the weapon. You if, the weapon. If you've got, if we have to go to the magistrates' court, the judges goes the weapon versus Will and Emma. <laughs> like I'm happy to stand up there and cop that. What a court case! But yeah, Paul Gallen mm. and Barry Hall, mm. they're not rivals. They would. No. They would have met four times. Yeah. Probably one, two of the meetings would have been discussing, okay, so this one, first one's going to yeah. be a draw. And, they would have run into each other at the Qantas Club at one stage. Yeah, yeah. and they'd recognise each other. So mm. that's why I feel like the it didn't hold as much weight for me personally as a viewer. Because when you think about what are some of the oh, Actual rivals. Can you imagine some of the great contests that you would tune in to watch? Oh, if it was actual legit rivals, like people who genuinely don't like each genuinely other. Genuinely hated, hated each other. Oh, like if, um, it's a good list, that one. 
like if uh, Damien Barrett and Luke Beveridge were Or to... most coaches. Yeah, what are some coaches? Because I know um, Jeff Kennett would have a few great bouts. Oh, he would. I'm just trying to think of it. Who is someone that would be fit the... enough to box? Well, during the racing season, yeah, there was it was exploding all over the place. Yeah, there was Tom Waterhouse versus Michael Felgate on RSN. There was a bit of anger there. Oh, you're just. Oh, I thought you were talking about boxing matches. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was it, in racing. Yeah, there's people were blowing up all over the place. There was Michelle Payne was sort of laying oh, yeah. it on one of the owners and being the undercard. Yeah, there was heaps happening during the spring racing card. Oh, the the trainer of Marmalo against yeah. the BRC, <laughs> he was arcing up about that. There was there was spot fires <laughs> everywhere over the spring racing card. Its own event. Mm. Can you imagine 2002 Glen Archer v Wayne Carey in a boxing ring? Oh, that would be. And the duck can go a yard as well. That's what I mean. They would have actually and been able to Glenn fight. Glenn Arch is the shin boner of the century. Glenn Arch's head would be made of brick. It would be like the Simpsons episode. Yeah. Which I think is the first time ever I've successfully <laughs> referenced the Simpsons. What happens in that episode? <laughs> Homer gets his head kicked in. Now, Will, I've got some actual cricket for you. If anyone has any um, just... Uh, rivalries. Rivalries, boxing mm. bouts that they think would be interesting, please hit us We're up. asking for a lot of input today. Yeah. I, think. I don't know if we'll get any... We're deflecting the content sourcing ourselves. We're yeah. sort of putting it out to the universe, saying if anything comes back our way. I like it. But I found this article in the Herald Sun uh, that was in this morning's paper. The uh, first test against Pakistan starts tomorrow at the Gabba. Bullshit. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. You're kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> you Or you generally didn't know. Does uh, it the, really? No, the summer's officially started. Tomorrow? But, tomorrow, yeah. Oh, luckily I don't have much on. Yeah, exactly. No, the test is watching no, it's cricket going, the, all day. The Brisbane test starts tomorrow. See, not living in Brisbane, mm. there are things that just don't get on your desk. Yeah, well, it seems like a bit of a soft opening when you have the international 2020s. It didn't uh, I have the that. same. No, nah, you need to that. start with the first test, I think. Yeah. The, the, the cricket needs to sneak up on you and just hit you across the face. Yeah, this one, yeah. this is just sort of. There's a bit of, the, the 2020 is just a bit of a tickle on the yeah. side. When it's just, with, when you, you sort of check the scores, but you don't even yeah. like want to watch it. And... If I were living in Brisbane, I would be mm. so across this. I would have, I would have three days of tickets already. Oh, is really? This okay. week. This oh. week. Yeah. It's the same with Origin. I didn't mm. know Origin was happening until the night of. Well, what you've got to do is just work out when schoolies starts because the first test is always over schoolies. Yeah. I, I went back. Mm. I left schoolies for a day to mm. go watch an Ashes test one. I'm not saying go to schoolies, but this is when I was at schoolies. Unless you're 18 and you're actually genuinely at schoolies. I was 24. I, oh, okay. <laughs> you're not, you shouldn't be going to schoolies when you're 24. I was part um, of the Red Frogs. <laughs> well, this, were you? Were you a Red Frog? No. <laughs> Jeez, I ate some though. Oh, did you? Oh, he's, yeah. he's a Red Frog. Yeah, he's a dinger. <laughs> Oh, I've got <laughs> people who haven't been to school will be so <laughs> confused by that reference. <laughs> Look it up. These people go around. <laughs> they do. And they are they have... Christian? Who I are they it's, Christians? It's a religious organisation. It has to. They be. have to be. And they otherwise, go around. They, otherwise, hotel I wouldn't rooms. bother. Yeah, it's very Hillsong type. People yeah, it is. Yeah. Seem very. Oh, I don't trust them. Way too didn't happy. Trust them. <laughs> I'd rather have unsafe sex than take a condom <laughs> off them. <laughs> the red and frogs they, were delicious, and they though. act like they're your mates. Mm. Just like, hey, great setup here, guys. Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, who yeah. Wants, who wants some red frogs? And they have literally have red frogs. Mm. What they're named after? Yeah, just like the the lollies. Exactly, and condoms, <laughs> and, and condoms. <laughs> Take your pick. 
And everyone just sort of takes the piss out of them to their but face. Then, yeah. But they roll with the punches. And then I reckon <laughs> they'd get a few, like someone who's just having a low time, like, you know, read, here, check out this verse of the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd get, they'd get a few sort of on the outskirts. Oh, is that a guitar? Let me have a play. Let me have yeah, a play. Yeah, yeah. And the next minute, <laughs> it's full sort of Jesus sing-along. Anyway, so the first test kicks off <laughs> so tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so Marnus, Marnus Shane. Yeah. Oh, God. Jeez, the Australian public's mm. done well to just... Getting mm. his name right. Yeah. Is it, did, I, did I get it right then? Labashane. Labashane. Yeah. Um, he is in the squad and yep. should be playing. Um, uh, but he has a nickname, according yep. to this article from Sam Landsberger, who is now quite an accomplished cricket reporter. I think he covered the whole uh, World Cup over there in the Ashes recently. Sam Landsberger? Yeah. Is he not the footy writer? Yeah, he's transitioned into oh, cricket, I think. Um, I'll read from the article now. Yep. It is a nickname that Marnus Labashane would love to flush. But for as long as his Queensland mates are around, the calls of breakfast burrito will keep lobbing Labushane's way, and it isn't pretty. How, so his nickname is Breakfast, breakfast burrito. burrito. Weird nickname. It's a long nickname, but it's about yeah. as long as his name. Yeah, but when your last name's Labushane, you take what you can get, I guess. Yeah. Um, Labushane has been known at one point in time to have been sitting on the toilet and having a breakfast burrito at the same time. Oh, Ta- what? Towering teammate Billy Stanlake said. He cops a bit of stick, Marnus, every time. I get doing it once. Yeah. He cops a bit of stick, Marnus, every team he goes into. It's quite funny. He regularly eats breakfast burritos on the toilet. No, at one point in time, he was oh, known okay, to. Okay, so, so I'm not sure if he does it all the time. But, no, he, but he was known to. He was known to. Like, that, that was his thing. That he regularly does it. He, <laughs> <laughs> and it's sort of, unfortunately from there, it just sort of skips on and says, Labuschagne started as the Ashes spare and finished with a firm grip on the number three spot. And... Doesn't really mention anything else. So firm grip on his breakfast burrito. So, yeah. Well, at some stage, I would like any cricket reporter or anyone who does come into contact with Labushane yep. to just find out a little bit more about that nickname um, because it doesn't really... Look, it raises the issue yep. without really telling us much. So, If anyone I'll, knows how... Hmm. <laughs> how how often... Like, was it a one-off breakfast burrito or yep. were they multiple breakfast burritos over a... Or if you, if you mm. ha, if you play sport or you know of any yeah. people who play sport with funny nicknames, just yeah. get in contact. Get, get in contact. <laughs> or if your friend eats something on the toilet. If you eat something on the toilet. If you've ever eaten if, something on the toilet. If, if you eat. If you're you casting a wide net. Stage. If you've got a phone, send us a message. <laughs> um, hey, Will. Yes. Will and MJ's Serious News. <laughs> no, no, no. Serious News. I can see here that the... Um, yeah. Triple M Brisbane breakfast show speaking to Bernie from Fernvale. Oh, thank God. What, we're in a studio now that is used by the Triple M Brisbane show. It's a, <laughs> what is the topic good, today? Good reset. No, I don't have a topic. I think it might have been a contest spot. Ah, uh, okay. Last oh. week, what was the topic last week? When have you lost a limb? Yeah. Unusual. Unusual. <laughs> we had no one contact us about that. So <laughs> most people, most of our listeners are fully limbed. Did we ask for that? Uh, I think so. We've been asking for a lot of things. I don't know. Not if getting we a asked. whole heap in return. But that, that, like that is just an insight mm. into how poor that topic was. With no one contacting. No. Yep. Well, unless just, it, which coincidentally that thousand people that listen to this show are all have limbs. I reckon there's a good chance. <laughs> Probably. I <laughs> Yeah, right. that's um, a serious news. Prince Andrew, I mentioned at the start of the show. If we had two mm. people with no limbs mm. or missing limbs, that'd be astonishing. Out of a thousand, how statistically, like what, like per one thousand people, how many people are missing a limb? With one in a hundred people, it'd be less than one. That's like out of a thousand. Out of a thousand, so like point one percent of people, yeah, are missing a limb. 
I reckon. What's Prince Andrew done? He, his limbs are all intact <laughs> for now. But um, he did an interview with the BBC. Yep. Now, I'm not sure if you're fully across this, uh, Will. It's not often we get into royal reporting or we get into actual serious news, but the case of Jeffrey Epstein is obviously a serious one. Yeah. Um, and has implicated the royal family. And families in the world don't get much higher than the royal family. So we don't need Maybe to go the Kardashians. Into, yeah. We don't need to go into who Jeffrey Epstein is. I think no, people I don't are think so. sort of aware of that story. But there's allegations that have been leveled at Prince Andrew. But he's meant to be mates yes. with the late Jeffrey Epstein. The late Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. So People wanted answers from the prince. Yeah. And for whatever reason, he decided to do an interview, which I think was with the BBC over the weekend. Which is the equivalent of our ABC. Now, his media advisor quit like a week before oh, saying, gee, I've, got to get out of this. <laughs> I've got to get out of this. This is not good. It's a red flag. And I reckon his media advisor was probably very much right to step away from the game, yep. judging by Prince Andrew's performance in this particular interview. I'll play some grabs, Will. I don't oh, want great. to set them up. We'll just have a listen. Um, and just say, I just want to put them out there. Yeah. Am I right in thinking you, you threw a, a birthday party um, for Epstein's girlfriend, Galen Maxwell, at Sandringham? No, it was a shooting weekend. A shooting weekend. Just a straightforward, straightforward shooting weekend. At the time, there was no indication to me or anybody else that that was what he was doing. Fair enough. How were they related, those girls? Yeah, it was the same crowd, talking about the same thing. So she said that there was some kind of party. He said, hey, it was just, just a shoot. It was just your run-of-the-mill shooting weekend. That happened to take place on her birthday. Uh, it happens well when you have shooting weekends. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you In can't, that world. like I never plan my shooting weekends over whose birthday it is or isn't. <laughs> they, yeah, they happen spontaneously. But how he had no idea that Jeffrey no. No, thought he, it was going to be a birthday celebration. No, no. Okay. okay. With the benefit of all the hindsight that one could have, it was definitely the wrong thing to do. He's um, talking about Epstein. But at the time, I felt it was, the, it was the honourable and right thing to do. And I, I admit fully that, 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 that my judgment was probably coloured by my um, tendency to be too honourable, but that's <laughs> just the way it is. Like when you go to a job interview and they say, do you have any weaknesses? Oh, I think and I work like, too hard. I work too hard and I'm too organized. It's I just, think I'm a bit too honorable. <laughs> now, I've, I've kept a too, major flaw in my personality. I'm just way too honorable I, sometimes. I spend too much time with pedophiles and I'm way too honorable. Now, I don't know what order to play these last two in, Will, because they were just teasers. Okay. Because these last two were the more extraordinary statements in throughout the whole. Interview. This is the blockbuster. <laughs> these are the two blockbusters. Now, uh, you can pick. Will, do you want him talking about fast food or the reason why he shouldn't be implicated in the Jeffrey things because he's discounting a witness's statement? Oh, well, the fast food. Save the fast food till right. the last. So he, it was put to him that a witness has claimed in these quite salacious circumstances that they came in contact with the prince at some stage, and this is his defence. There's a slight problem with, 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 with the sweating um, because uh, I, I have a peculiar medical condition, which is that I don't sweat, um, or I didn't sweat at the time, and that what? was... Oh, actually, yeah. yes. I didn't sweat at the time mm. because I um, ha had suffered what I would describe as an overdose of adrenaline in the mm. Falklands War when I was shot at. 
uh, and I simply, it, it, was, it, was, it was almost impossible for me to, to, to sweat. Mm. That is a reach. <laughs> so, <laughs> is that medically but, accurate? But he said it's cured now. Oh, he can sweat again. He can sweat oh, now, which I think he must have said that it's cured now in case he was sweating at the time of the interview. Why what? does it matter if he could, what was the Because someone described him as being sweaty. That was right. their that was their sort of memory of oh. him when they came in contact with him. And his denial was I couldn't possibly have because been sweaty. I didn't sweat. I was incapable of sweating. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if I'm pilot. Now he was, Andy. Now this is this, this these are going back 15 years. So he's got to bring up memories of 15 years ago. Yeah. So he can't he can't remember like he wasn't he couldn't sweat at the time obviously yeah. which we've covered. But yeah. he he has a very good memory of where he was at on one particular night 15 years okay. ago. Okay. You know that you were at home with the children. Mm. Was it a memorable night? On that particular day that, that, that um, uh, we now understand is the date, which is the 10th of March, uh, I was at home. Uh, I was with the children. I'd taken Beatrice to uh, a Pizza Express in Woking for a party at, a, I suppose, sort of four or five in the afternoon. Why would you remember that so specifically? Why would you remember <laughs> a, a, a Pizza Express birthday and being at home? Because going to Pizza Express in Woking is an unusual thing for me to do. <laughs> a very unusual very. thing for me to do. I've never been, I've only been to Woking a couple of times um, and I remember it weirdly distinctly. But as soon as somebody reminded me of it, I went, oh yes, I remember that. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember, I remember that. <laughs> How popular do you reckon that Pizza Express in Woking's been oh, this it's week? Oh, it's had a spike for sure. <laughs> pizza Express, do you reckon it's like one of those old pizza huts? Where yeah. it was like a, a buffet service, oh, sizzler sort of setup. How good was that? Dessert bar. Oh, I have distinct memories You'd, of uh, pizza. I, if you had if free could, reign of the spider machine. I could place the minute in the 1990s that oh, I was at a pizza hut. There was a three-year period where most birthday parties were at those pizza huts. Yeah. I think Pizza Express is very similar to that. So, so. if it's anything like that, it, it's a magical experience and it no is, one's going to forget it. I back, I back Andrew I'd, there. <laughs> I don't believe the sweating thing, but the pizza the sweating Express. was dodgy. But Pizza <laughs> Express—that sounds. Or the dessert bar. Now, will people have probably been hanging out? Now, I'm not sure if they listen to us for their royal news. Yep. But I think we sort of accurately presented the facts there. Yeah. Of that case, because I, the last thing I want this show is to be biased. Absolutely, we are a non-partisan show, and give everyone a fair go. Everyone a fair shake of the sauce bottle. Yep. And I feel. Personally, I feel caught up with the news story now. They all good across it. Just as long as everyone's across it, without yeah. us presenting it in one way or the other. So that's we the main thing. we target the mm. hard issues, we the do. big issues, huge issues, and we get the big names. Mm. Last week we had Tiger Woods. Tiger on the Woods show. on the show. We've also had Lewis Hamilton, yeah. Shane Warne, Sh- Shane Warne, Merv Hughes, Cheese Platter Man, Cheese Platter Man, a few um, others, and and we had the Australian women's dodgeball team. That's right. Now. This interview goes above and beyond. It does. Oh, does it? I don't know. <laughs> now I said earlier. You delivered this. I've, I said earlier in the show that it was sports related. I've was just wrong. got a button here to press that says Will's big interview, and I don't know who it is. Yeah. Or, but you you must have been out and about this week. Just wait until you hear the name that I secured. Hello, Pope Francis. Yes, it's Will. Yes. Okay, great. I'll just put you through to the interview. Viewers now. Thanks, Pope. Okay, thank you, Pope. Bye, Pope. <laughs> that was wow. the Pope. 
Was that I your... got the actual Pope. The Pope? You, might, you might be able to tell by the, the fact that I said Pope, Pope four times. <laughs> well, do you want to hear my... Just, you'll just have to take my word for it that it was that him. That was the Pope. But it, I spoke to the Pope. You, should we replay my chat with Tiger? Yeah. Hello, is that Tiger? <laughs> Hi, Tiger. It's, it's Michael here at Triple M in Melbourne. I'll, uh, I'll put you through to our into, uh, viewers now. Thanks so much, Tiger, for your time. Really appreciate it. Beautiful. Thanks, Tiger. Well done, Will. How'd that, how'd that go? He, he did not care about who I was. <laughs> I hadn't heard that bit. That was the extended cut. That was well, when well he done. actually spoke to Tiger. Well done. Thank you for delivering the Pope there. Yeah, I'm just glad we got the Pope. <laughs> You're learning from the best. It's a good get. It's a very good get. <laughs> That's funny. Good. Let's yeah. just wrap up. This yeah. has been fun. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, that's us done, MJ. We have asked a lot from everyone today, Will. <laughs> yeah. We've been very from, demanding, I've just realised. From memory, if you have a limb, if you've eaten on the toilet, yeah. if you have a nickname. If you have a phone. If you have a phone, if you eat. There was a really specific, oh no, um, rivalries, boxing rivalries. Yes. Which, who would you like who to would? Yeah, people like? who actually genuinely hate each other. Yeah, which would be the next Paul Gallon. Deco- the easiest way to contact us is, I think, Will and MJ on Instagram. Instagram or Facebook Or Facebook messages. message is probably the best way to go. Hit us up. I encourage we'll you get to. And, and once again, it's been a mm. weird episode, so we'll have a code word. Yeah. Today's is a... Woking. What's Woking? That's where Pizza Express was. Oh, the suburb of yeah. Woking. Yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> one. Okay. Yeah. How do you spell Woking? Let me Google it. Uh, W-O-K-I-N-G. That's what I would have guessed as well. Um, so we're just going to go Pizza Express... Press. Wow, it's, you go pizza E and it's pizza it comes woking. Up, <laughs> People are just checking. Wow, 4.3 stars from 300 reviews. Is that, can very, you read some of the reviews? Absolutely, while we're here. Mm. Um, and you you got the spelling of woking correct. Thank it's you. W-O-K-I-N-G. Um, oh, I think some of these reviews are piss takes. Um, yeah, because they're all quite recent. Oh, and they're all off the back of the interview. Think, oh, no, no. Some of these are from months ago. Yeah. Uh, we, we want genuine reviews. We all had very different meals and enjoyed them. Service was great. Very attentive. Our food arrived quickly and hot. Okay. Um, do you want to hear a bad one, maybe? Yeah. Um, as someone with severe food allergies, had I not have been placed... Uh, they're illiterate. We yeah, can't, we read, can't these. read these. out on a whim. Um, they make a fuss about having gluten-free pizza... Spoke to the manager. Yeah, no, these these are dull. But from all from all reports, Pizza Express is a wonderful establishment. <laughs> so there's no evidence there that Prince Andrew, it was a particularly no. memorable place for Prince Andrew to but go. Get in touch with us. Say mm. you heard the word Woking, and we'll send you a sticker. Have you ever been to Pizza Express Woking? <laughs> <laughs> Have you streamed a sports event at Pizza Express at Woking? Pizza Express Woking. Now that that's oh, the one well. topic we'd like. While you're on covered. the toilet. <laughs> Join the ever-growing Will and MJ fan club. I reckon your mum's just going, oh, well done, Michael. (laughs) Follow Will and MJ on Facebook, 105.1 Triple M. I didn't know we had an outro.